Have you ever asked yourself, why am I here? Why was I born? What is the reason I'm on this planet? Welcome to the Purpose Hunter podcast. My name's Matt Barafato, and I'm the Purpose Hunter. I started this podcast with one goal in mind, and that was to help individuals that were struggling with these life questions. People that don't know the answers and they're looking for clues or looking for just anything that will help them to figure this out. So you'll always hear me do interviews with ordinary people. And some of these people have figured out why they're on this planet. And some of these people just aren't sure. And some of these people don't know at all. But they will give you clues that you will be able to apply to your life and help you figure out why are you on this planet? What is your purpose for being? Matt Barafato, the Purpose Hunter, coming to you today with another episode in my Purpose Hunter podcast. I'm really excited today for the interview we're going to have because I've got, I, there's a gentleman that I met not too long ago. And as soon as we started talking, I was immediately intrigued with the things that he's doing. And as it relates to finding purpose, I think it's going to be just a, a, a really fun interview. Uh, so my guest today is Mark Carter. And uh, what I want to do as I introduce Mark, um, we met at a, at a networking event and uh, we've met a couple of times and each time we meet, we seem to go deeper uh, into our conversation. So what I'd like you to do, Mark, please introduce yourself a little bit and and share a little bit of, uh, with our audience, a little bit of uh, what you, what do you do for a living before what's coming now? Because what's coming now is, I think, really exciting. And I'm not <laughs> sure exactly how it, how it ties together. Well, what I have been doing for 20 years, minus the COVID outbreak, was meetings and events. And it was professional events, not, not, not fundraisers, not birthday parties or weddings, but professional networking events, professional educational events. And a lot of it came from my curiosity. I don't do keynotes. I tried it when I was much younger. I failed miserably. So I don't do those anymore. I'm the interviewer. And I found a way to monetize it with interviews on stage, fireside chats, what I now call, we'll get into it later, keynote conversations. And it came out of my own curiosity. When my senior year in college, I wanted to strike out on my own. And I just figured I'm going to talk to people smarter than me that have succeeded on some level and just talk to them. And I realized a few years later, talking to college courses, most college seniors are not hardwired that way to reach out. And they were looking at me like, you know, I'm an ostrich or something. What are you talking about? I'm like, you just, of course, you're going to go talk to successful people. And then I just said, let's bring them into an event. Let's interview them in front of a room full of people. And it's grown from there. That's very cool. Um, did you, um, I'm going to get into that, you know, before I ask the couple of the more detailed questions, I'm going to actually sort of jump right in. Um, I know you like to do that as well. Um, and I and I always like to ask this question when I meet someone, especially for the first time, because I'm not sure how they're going to take it. So um, this question is, is you and I have talked in, 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 we've talked about it before, but the question is purpose or passion? 
which comes first? What do you think? That is a great question. I saw a video once, well, I've seen it a lot of times, but one particular video where passion is what gets you up in the morning. It's what drives you. Purpose is something greater than yourself. That's all about other people. Okay. So I would think that passion would come easier first, something you like to do. And it might not, it might not be write a book right away, but it might be learning how to write a book or taking courses about being a coach or a consultant or looking at your MBA, whatever it might be. And I think passion would then lead to a greater purpose and align with other people's passion for a combined similar purpose. That's very, I've never heard that perspective before. I love it. So your thought process of the order of those two things, it sounds pretty much like you're saying passion first. It, I think it, it's not finite. I think it could go either way. I just uh -huh. think more people, it's easier to connect to a passion about what gets me up in the morning, what gets me excited than it is this bigger picture purpose of how I'm going to help the world, how I'm going to help my world and those around me. I think passion is a little easier to connect to. I, I would agree with you on that. I, I always, uh, do you think there's a right answer? No, I don't think there's a right answer. <laughs> I, I would imagine maybe seven out of 10 people, if they really thought about it, would say passion. But there's always going to be the people say, no, I, they have just known since sometimes since they were, if it's a family business, depending on your thoughts on it, your road is pretty much set if you want to go into a family business. So the purpose could be there from childhood in that case. I just think everyone's a little bit different though. Okay. So with that being said, so here's the real question I like that I'm really asking when I ask that question. Why were you born? What's your purpose for being on this planet? My purpose, which I've recently connected to, which ties to my book. After interviewing people for 22 years, I came up with this process called idea climbing. And it's how to build a support system for your next big idea. It's putting the people around you to raise each other up together so you can climb higher than you ever could alone. And to answer your question, I've only recently discovered it. Help people bring their big ideas to life. I had so many ideas, especially 20 years ago when I moved to Chicago, 15 years ago when I had been in Chicago for five years. All these great ideas for websites like the networkingworld.com and organizations. And I'd say... 20% came to fruition because I didn't know what I didn't know. I was interviewing people, but I wasn't creating relationships and teams to help me. I should have had a mentor specific to this project, mm -hmm. a project partner, even if it's not a formal business partnership, a project partner to bounce ideas off of accountability buddies. There's all these things I could have had. And I'd like to think that some of those things would have changed at least my world, I'll say, maybe not the world, but my world, it would have helped the people around me. And it's only recently really with the book where I built that. And I, I'm bringing, breathing life into this book, which is, as you know, no small task. If you really want to write a good book, not just write one for the sake of writing one, but mm -hmm. write a good book. Mm -hmm. And it came to life, but only because I had all these people around me helping me. And I don't want other people to be like me going, man, 15 years ago, what if? Right. 10 years ago, what if mm -hmm. I was a senior in college? What if so many things I would have done differently if I would have had idea climbing and people around me? That's fascinating. And you, you said it, it, you sort of found it later on in your life or late, just more recently than not. Yes. Um, what was, what was it? What was the catalyst that started to really point that out to you? 
point out my purpose. Yeah. When you, you, you said it, you really found, you really discovered it sort of late or late, you know, the way you just, or, or how you just said it. So mm-hmm. what, what, what was, what was, was there one catalyst or was there one thing that just sort of put you there that made you really discover it or made you really touch it and say, Oh my God, that's different. Or what was that? It would be, and I'm hoping this is the only one and it's not going to hit me again at 50, but <laughs> what I would consider to be my midlife crisis where I was taking inventory and I couldn't shut the voices in my head up mm-hmm. so that what I just said was happening to me big time. What, right. what, what if you would have continued with, I had a group, the young entrepreneurs Alliance. What if you would, it would you would it be in your 20th anniversary now? What if, what if, what if, what if, and it took a lot of time and help to turn it around and say, what if moving forward, I do this? What if I finish the book? What if I start this business? What if, and I had to link it forward facing, but the pain was the catalyst of, I don't want in 10 more years, I don't want to look back and say, oh man, what if you would have done that 10 years ago? What if you actually would have published a book? Yeah. What if you would have done more keynote conversations and more speaking about what you love to do? And I said, I'm not letting that happen. I refuse to let it happen. I'm going to use my own stuff. I'm going to use my own book that's based on the interviews with successful people. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to have a lot of regrets. There's always going to be some, but it won't be massive like it was earlier with ADHD going from shiny object to shiny object to shiny object. Right. Wow. That's great. Um, and you know what? I love the, the urgency that hits you. And, and one of the things I really want to happen as a result of this, of my podcast, is that people who are out there on their own journey, and if they are, if they're really not quite sure what their purpose is, my my desire, my hope is that someone's going to listen to this and, and be able to go, you know, I was listening to that guy, Mark, and he talked about, and then just something that pops. Mm-hmm. And I think that to me, that is, um, that's one of the reasons why um, my specific purpose for being is to help other people figure out why they're on this planet. And it's for the almost the same reason you just said, because mm-hmm. I don't, the last thing I want to ever see is someone get to the end of their life and said, Oh man, why didn't I, or why mm-hmm. sh- or couldn't I have done something a little different or where um, do you, do you see, can you see back? Cause you wanting to just interview people the way you have been for the last 22 years. Was there something in your training when you were in school or, when you something, what was it? Was there something back then when you were, I'm going to call it when you were maybe in high school that was, this was stirred up and you just didn't know it. Um, not, not high school. Okay. Not my first couple years of college, probably three years. I picked my, my marketing major, my four, I was like deadlines. Like you got to pick, declare a freaking major. You're about to go into your fourth year of college, <laughs> get off the, you know, just yeah. do it. And I picked marketing, honestly, because the people were fun. Yeah. I mean, not a great, I wouldn't suggest that people use it as a litmus test, but I'm like, I, I love being around these people. They're a blast. They're outgoing. Right. So I'll pick right. marketing. And probably halfway through my senior year, I, um, picked up a Tony Robbins book. And part of what he was saying, he was describing his life. It wasn't an autobiography, but you know, he just, he would share examples of stories from his life in the book. Mm-hmm. And I just said, I want to do that. So that was my big ideas. Um, coaching, consulting, speak, just something. I had no laser focus. Right. And I went back to waiting tables. My corporate family was very, not, wasn't exactly 
enthusiastic about wait a second you just leased your first new car <laughs> you have a college degree yeah you're going back to waiting tables to pay your rent while you speak for free <laughs> that was a decision and then in my head and thinking about it i don't know what it was i just said i'm going to seek out it was just to me second nature right why reinvent the wheel someone has already done a lot of the stuff I want to do. I'm going to go talk to them. Right. And in hindsight, I'm pro anyone in that case, that young, I should have taken a job at a speaker's bureau because I wanted to be a speaker at the time. Right. Even if it was for free, I should have gone in and said, I will work for free, wait tables to pay the rent. I would have done that earlier and I didn't do it. And it's, took me years to get a foothold it, after moving to Chicago and then time in Michigan. So it was more of a need and a necessity of, I don't want to figure this out on my own. Right. I'm just going to go find more successful people, more successful. And it could be, and I talked to successful teachers because I needed to make lesson plans, you know, for business, mm -hmm. they make lesson plans for students all the way up to CEOs, multi-platinum musicians and everyone in between. So it was really, an, it was really just a burning desire to get somewhere quicker, which didn't necessarily happen. But I did get to meet some great people. I found doing my research for my book, my first formal interviews were February of 1999. Really? And I found a book that outlined, I was, I did all my research about their life and their timeline and anything I could find about them then, because that was before Google and all that, but there was, you know, web crawler or something, whatever. <laughs> but I, that, I found that, which puts me at 23 years now. So it was really just, I'm very fortunate that it was just in my DNA. Right. nobody told me to do it i just did it well kudos to you that you paid attention because you know what had you not paid attention you might we wouldn't be sitting here right now would we no and i and i and i love that so as you back then you had this you had a vision for this book at that time or did you know it was a book or not really no i very loosely, all the speakers I did see, and I went to like, I got every certification under the sun, the same Tony Robbins trainings that Tony Robbins took, certified, you name it, I put the little letters after my name, because I figured I'm too young. <laughs> Maybe if I put a lot of letters after my name, it'll give me some credibility. <laughs> so I knew I would write a book, right? I did not know what it would be. Mm -hmm. And I definitely when I started, and I actually put this in the preface of my book, I did not think it would be the people I was interviewing. I thought it would be my story when I became the next Tony Robbins or whatever it was, then I'll, I'll do something like that. But I had no clue the people I was interviewing, all these interviews was going to turn into a book at the time. Oh, Definitely. Yeah. Not. How about that? I love it. Um, so as when, if you had to pick a time, Hey, you said, now I know here's what the book is going to be. And you started that process. How long ago was that? Was that like two years, five years? How long? Just out of curiosity. Um, six years ago, I had an inkling of an idea. Okay. And it just slowly built, slowly built. And then the last few years were when I was really like, okay, it's, it's, it's these interviews. It's my research. Right. This is right. not going to be an autobi autobiographical story. Right. This is going to be me sharing. Here's what I learned from amazing people. Hopefully you can take it and have a much shorter learning curve than I had because I didn't have it in a system. I had a lot of loose interviews, right? A ton of them. In fact, I don't know how many notebooks I have that are full of interviews now podcasts and YouTube interviews, but 
it, I didn't know that they would come together like that. It, it really was the last few years when I really cut on and I was like, okay, I got something here. I'm going off all these interviews. I love it. Did you actually start writing six years ago? And I mean, start dumping it on paper or when did you actually start doing that? Five or six years ago. Five or six years yeah, ago. Just random thoughts. Um, and then I started talking to people that wrote books, interviewed them about marketing their book. And I started putting my interviews into the public domain. In 2012, I started my YouTube station. Mm -hmm. And now I'm on episode 63 of my podcast. Mm -hmm. So some of the interviews I just now share with other people. But at the time, it, it was. I'm glad no one told me how long it would take. Because <laughs> you would. I don't know if I would have done it. I know. I'm. I'm. I'm convinced you would not have done it. As nor would I have done mine. Absolutely. I had no idea it would take so long, but I'm extremely happy with the way it landed, and I'm kind of just realizing this now. The book led me to my purpose. How so? Because I, with the book, I want people to not have to go through what I went through and take so so long to figure it out. It took me 20 years to figure out my purpose. Mm -hmm. I don't want that to happen to other people. I want them to do it faster and I want them to do it with support. And that's what I explained with the book. And now I've really realized, you know, that's, it's my purpose because now I have some, I have a book and a framework. I have a workbook. I have a 60 day sprint program. I've got all this stuff around idea climbing and building it led me to my purpose. I really am just kind of realizing that right now that, yeah, the book, just by explaining idea climbing, it's like, yeah, that's what I want to do with the rest of my life. That's what I right. want to do for people. Right. Hey, that's, that's fabulous. And, and the biggest tie is what you just said, doing it for people because, mm -hmm. and, and, and I'm really happy to, I just saw the, I just saw, I just saw it pop in your eyes when you just said that. How cool is that? That's pretty cool. And, 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 and I think that um, what I think is what you just described is what I describe as your purpose emerging. Your purpose emerges and finds you, Mark. That's what I figured out. It's not going and trying to find your purpose. You can search a long time. And a lot of time, I'm not saying it doesn't work, but I got to tell you, when you sort of sit back, you take a deep breath and you pay attention to those things that are really stirring your soul and then like you just had that thing pop and say that that's your purpose and now all of a sudden as that book is finished and as you're getting it ready to you know basically we're within days right now of it actually being real right mm -hmm. that is going to be real for somebody else yes am i right Definitely. yeah that Definitely. that that to me is um is is what I call feeding your soul. If what I I can just tell you're you're feeding your soul when you do that, and as every time you have an interview on your podcast of someone else, and now someone can just buy your book and actually say, oh, and I'm almost got you know all of a sudden their head gets to explode, which is sort of cool. Yeah, I mean graphically, hopefully yeah. it's not going to look that bad, but I I, I really think that that is what's going to happen for you is that what's going to then ensue is, and, 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 and it just sounds so, um, you know, it's like you, you, you couldn't have planned it that way. Mm -mm. Does that make sense? I think yeah, I mean, that's my does. personal belief. You could not have planned it that way. There's no way, mm -mm. especially when you're going to begin to start coaching people because you're going to have to coach them. You know that, right? Because they're not yeah. going to all be able to get what you've written in your book. Right. Of course. 
So of I course. love that. How cool is that, right? That's pretty cool. Oh, that's awesome. So idea climbing is uh, the date is when it's going to be out is when? We're looking at the third. We're deciding that this week, actually. We're looking at the third week of October. Third week of October. And I'm going to have you repeat exactly how they can get that in, in a second. But before we do, let me go to one last place before we end. Yeah. And, it's a, and, and you've already started to tip into this, into this, what I'm going to call this sort of water. And I'm going to throw out a word. I'm going to say, what is your legacy, Mark? What, what, what is the thing you want to leave behind someday when, you know, God willing, he takes you at it and, 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 and it happens and you're not here anymore. What is it that you want as leaving a legacy? What would that be? And how would you describe that? With my experiences with mentors and people in general, whether it was reading a top, I haven't met him. Well, I met him once for like five minutes, but reading a Tony Robbins book and learning vicariously or any other number of mentors I have, I can say I am here because of them. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want. I want someone to say, because I read the idea climbing, I got this, because I got coached, because of the consulting, because of the event. I want people to say, thank God. When I was 22, I came across idea climbing. Now I have a thriving company. Now I have a thriving career. Now I'm in the movies. Now I'm on stage, whatever it is. Right. But I want it to be because of idea climbing, look at my life. That is freaking awesome. <laughs> I mean, seriously, that is like, Oh my God. Uh, I'm getting sort of chills just, just hearing you say that because I know that what's going to happen is you're going to see, I can envision when someone actually grabs your book and actually has one of their ideas that gets to, gets to grow and gets to climb out, you know, the whole, the whole process. I can't wait to read the book, by the way. and, And the thing about that is that when that idea, when they give birth to that idea and it, and it starts to materialize and it just grows and it does whatever, you're going to come back and interview them after the fact, I'm guessing. Oh, yeah. So you can actually say, hey, how did you get there? What was the point of uh, in, in this journey that you touched this information, all of a sudden this stuff came forward? Yeah. And I, I, is, that, is that something you've always thought about that you're going to be doing that once they grab your stuff or what's what? It wasn't part of the plan until you just said it. I think it, I would have done it with unconscious competence just because I'm yeah. so curious about people. Right. But now it's conscious competence of, yeah, I'm going to start putting them on my podcast and collecting stories. Oh, please do that. Because yeah. you know what? I think just like you said, we don't realize, I guess, when what people can learn from your story and what people can learn from your journey. And mm-hmm. what people can learn from your specific journey. And it, and it ties very closely into um, something I really firmly believe. And it's one of the things that I'm going to, when I do, when my TED talk is done, which is going to be, you know, of course they haven't invited me yet, but they will. Of course. And, but my TED talk is going to be wrapped around when you let people touch your emotion, Mark, when they can feel your emotion, you inspire them. Mm-hmm. And although that seems like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I, I believe that. I say, no, 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 no. I'm going to take it one step further. I think there's a responsibility that we all need to touch our own emotions such a way that other people can feel it. And if we don't do that, we're stealing the opportunity 
for them to be inspired by you. Oh, wow. I like that. That's powerful. I, I, I just, I, I don't just say, those aren't just words I'm saying. I, I literally think that there's a, a responsibility. And you know, when it comes true for me, it's when I'm meeting someone for the first time at a party, a barbecue or something like that. And I'm just being curious, sort of like you are, I'm sure when you interview people. And I just love when they just get jacked up and excited about, I, I, I love mushrooms. And this is why I love mushrooms because I grow them and I do, the, and, and they go, uh -huh. and they go, am I boring you? And I go, boring me. I'm, 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 I'm ecstatic and I'm inspired. And I think people don't realize that if they don't let that go, because they think, oh, I'm embarrassed. And they say, no, please don't do that. Please mm -hmm. don't. And I, and, I, and I think when they actually get that, that's when your, your book, by the way, your, your book is going to be, think of it, when I'm helping people find their purpose, Mark, mm -hmm. your book is going to be one of the tools I'm going to have to recommend. Because Thank you. Usually, seriously, think about that. Usually, if they're going to be connecting to their own purpose, it's going to come from an idea deep inside of that person. Oh, yeah. And if they oh, have yeah. no, if they have no idea how to let it out or how to let it, how to climb out of it, that's why I love your the imagery of you know idea climbing is really cool, and I just can't wait for that to happen. So, how can people get a hold of you? And and what are the what's the best way? Give them that information now, would you? Yeah, you can go to markjcarter.com. Okay, and everything's everything's there. My email address, phone number, idea climbing section, the podcast. I put it all on one site. I didn't, I didn't want to do five separate sites and drive people to five different places. It's all in one place, markjcarter.com. Beautiful. And on there, if someone wants to get your book or wants to get, is there information about that? Yeah, that'll be coming. Yes. Okay, good. But when we decide on the date, then that, that'll be coming. Well, very good. I'm going to make sure I, I put that information out when I, uh, I'll, I'll make sure that that, uh, uh, that your, the, your, your website will be on there. And I really, really, I'm thankful that you have, you agreed to do this today. Thank you so much. And it's I'm been fun. You, well, I hope you, I hope you had fun. I know yeah. that anybody who's listening had fun. I know I had fun. And, and my, my, my desire is that you'll come back and do it again. When I see some of the results promise promise, you got it. All right. This is Matt Barifato, the purpose hunter coming to you with another episode of the purpose hunter podcast. And until the next time, um, you know it as well as I do, Mark. How do you eat an elephant, my friend? One bite, One bite at, a time. at a time. All right. Thanks, Mark.